0: Hello, and welcome to the Life in the Whirlwind podcast. This is Heather Drew, and today is episode 63. And this episode is called, Everything is Waiting for You. So this weekend, I am holding a retreat that many of you know about because I've announced it on this podcast before, but it is called, the everything is waiting for you retreat. So uh I thought I might give you a little soft taste of the weekend and what we what you have in store if you're planning on coming. And I do hope you come. Uh if you'd like to register for this event, it is uh you know a three and a half hour event in the Philadelphia area, northwest Philadelphia, and um The registration is at www.lifeinthewirlwind.com slash events. So I hope you all can, uh, I hope not all of you can come. (laughs) There is a limit. There's a gap actually sign up so that you can come. If you'd like to come spots are filling up. So please do come, but, uh, this retreat and this episode, is really fitting with the spring mentality of emerging and uh, sort of coming out of the ground, coming out of hiding, those kinds of things. And it made me think, you know, I started thinking as I'm prepping for this weekend, I started thinking, you know, have you ever noticed how much of life we spend mentally consumed? And it's usually by things that are in the past or in the future and it's often you know things over which we have little to no control uh things in which we have little participation because it's not the present right Uh, we can't really participate in the past and we can't participate in the future we can only participate in the present So those things are true, and uh, I've been noticing them. (laughs) Let's just say that. The things that we do have an invitation to participate in often sort of are happening, but they're happening without us thinking about them because we're very busy thinking. Uh, We're not participating because we're thinking or we're worrying or we're fantasizing. Or we're condemning others. Or we're, maybe we're dwelling on feelings that keep us stuck. Or maybe we're avoiding freedoms that will help us be born. So there are so many options available for us when it comes to participation. Uh, it's like a smorgasbord right now, you know, with iPhone like pocket computers and social media and texting and FaceTiming, all these things. It's just so there's so many options for what we spend our sacred energy on and in and with. So there are a lot of options for participation. But the truth is there is a an enriching universe of life that is happening always with or without our paying attention to it. And that's what this is about. Everything is waiting for you. This is what the retreat is going to be sort of focused on. But also I want us to be thinking about this, even if you can't come to the retreat. This is this uh, topic I so long for us to think about together as we, you know, move into spring. Because spring is this time of coming out of winter coming out of hiding coming out of like a you know our bodies are literally curled up in the winter trying to stay warm and there's a lot of slow energy a lot of slow pace and spring is much more focused on like busyness and our minds are sort of like frenetic and moving in lots of different directions so to be able to notice uh that enriching life that enriching universe that's happening all around us to pay attention to that and participate in that is uh, quite a quite a gift that we sometimes don't say yes to or we forget to i almost called this episode signs and wonders because i was recently thinking about that concept like uh, I feel it either somebody asked me or I thought about this or I dreamed it or something but like what are signs and wonders in 2018 Uh, and it dawned on me that I think the signs and the wonders are everywhere they're happening all over the place Um, they're sort of waiting for us to bear witness and they're waiting for us to participate And we can say yes, and we can say no. And, you know, I'm all about, you know how I am. I'm all about the non-judgment here. So if we're not participating, it doesn't mean we should call ourselves bad or stupid or ridiculous, whatever. It's just kind of, okay, noticing, not always participating in these things. I would like to, okay, I'm just going to do it. Let's see. So I'm going to read a David White poem on which this uh, the title of this retreat and this episode is based. I bet you can't guess the title of the poem. <laughs> uh, funny, funny enough, it's called Everything is Waiting for You. <laughs> so I'm going to read this, and as I read it, I would like you to notice what stands out for you, what calls out to you. Uh, maybe it's a word or an image or a sound or a feeling that comes up for you, whatever. Just kind of notice uh, what stands out for you as I read this. Everything is Waiting for You by David White. Your great mistake is to act the drama as if you were alone, as if life were a progressive and cunning crime with no witness to the tiny, hidden transgressions. To feel abandoned is to deny the intimacy of your surroundings. Surely, even you, at times, have felt the grand array, the swelling presence, and the chorus crowding out your solo voice. You must note the way the soap dish enables you, or the window latch grants you freedom. Alertness is the hidden discipline of familiarity. The stairs are your mentor of things to come. The doors have always been there to frighten you and invite you. And the tiny speaker in the phone is your dream ladder to divinity. Put down the weight of your aloneness and ease into the conversation. The kettle is singing even as it pours you a drink. The cooking pots have left their arrogant aloofness and seen the good in you at last. All the birds and creatures of the world are unutterably themselves. Everything is waiting for you. So, I'm sure you've thought about this in some capacity. These things that are happening around you, these things that are themselves, and that we spend so much of our time not allowing ourselves to be ourselves, for whatever reason. Maybe the cost outweighs the benefit, or maybe we think the cost outweighs the benefits. Last week, I remembered a quote from the first lesson in this Anthony DeMello book called Awakening, which is a, it's sort of a book of lessons, basically, of wisdom lessons. And this first lesson says this, Sit at your window each day and observe the ever-changing scenery in your backyard as the earth carries you through its annual trip around the sun. Sit at your window each day and observe the ever-changing scenery in your backyard as the earth carries you through through its annual trip around the sun. And so it's these kinds of things and so much more that... Oh, they're always inviting us into participation. There's always this invitation, you know. When I do these invitations in these episodes, it's a, uh, you know, it's a, a an image of this constant invitation that the world is giving us constantly to be ourselves, to show up, to participate, to be there, to see things, to notice them, to smell them, to taste them. All these things. Um some of the examples I wanted to sort of point out, because sometimes it's just hard to remember what I'm talking about. Like, you know, do you see these things? Are the are there things in your life that are inviting you to participate? But sometimes you just kinda need to get the ball rolling, thinking about what that might be. So here's some examples from my life that I, you know, constantly am participating in and thinking about and noticing. The first thing, this is probably the most uh, prevalent example, is the moon. Even as I sit here right now, I am looking out the window, and last night was a full moon. And it was so big. It, I was driving, and it's near the earth. It was so big, I almost crashed my car looking at it. Uh, I'm all good, though, thankfully. But the moon is like, I feel like it's constantly calling me into participation. Like it's changing. It's in a phase. It's in, you know, I have this sticker that someone sent me because they know I love the moon. And it says uh, it has the moon cycle, like, you know, the entire 28 day moon cycle on it in a circle. And there's just these pictures. And it says in the middle, it's just a phase. (laughs) So the moon is like constantly Doing its thing. Just kind of going about its business, being itself, you know. Doesn't have yeah. You know, there's there's no concerns, there's no worries happening. So that's that's the first thing that comes to my mind. The other thing that comes to my mind is uh this is probably like over a month ago. And I don't think I've told you about this. Uh but I rem- I was having just one of those days where I had worked probably just so too many hours and, uh, had w- just worked my soul and my body into a puddle. Ah, uh, and I came home and I vowed to not leave my car until I was ready to stop thinking and just be in my body and participate with something else. And so I sat there and I breathed and I sat there and I, you know, I was looking around, taking things in visually and all that, and I'm sitting there looking at Orion, which is a constellation and of stars in the sky, and it was just right above me, right ahead of me, and I was just watching. It. I was just looking at it. I remember very clearly seeing that for the first time when I was young, and so I've always kind of liked it. And uh, I was looking at it, and a shooting star just went straight across the constellation, and I see them occasionally, but not very often. It's kind of rare. But it's just this thing of, like, wow, there's all this stuff happening. Like, here I am, sitting, worrying about papers and words and, you know, spreadsheets and, you know, dynamics, like, relational dynamics, when here's this, like, massive thing that has – it's, like, immeasurable and dark and huge right in front of me. And there's a shooting star going, like, right past this constellation. It's just so – it's so perspective offering, you know, it just over so much perspective. So that's another example. Here's another, here's a more domestic example that's smaller uh, than the moon and shooting stars. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a pet. His name is Toothless. He is a bearded dragon, which is just a small lizard. He's very small right now. He's an adolescent so he's about three inches long or so maybe a little longer his tail's longer but he is shedding right now his skin and he'll climb up in his little hammock and he'll just rub his face all over the hammock trying to get his skin off it's very funny and sometimes i'm just thinking myself like this is his biggest problem today (laughs) is rubbing the skin off of his face that is calling me to participate in something delightful. This little, this little man trying to get his face skin off, <laughs> effectively, uh, and then he just goes back and naps again. He naps a lot. Uh, so there's all these little things. These are just examples of things that happen in life all the time. But you know, there's also these, there's these other things like. You know, I love riding the train. Like when I'm on the train, I turned the other day and I saw the light hitting the person's face next to me. I could just see all these little peachy hairs, like these peach fuzzy hairs on the face of the person next to me because the sun was just like illuminating them. That's just begging for participation. It's begging to be noticed. It's something that's going on. Like the sun is lighting up these little hairs that would be otherwise unnoticeable. There's also these on the my train ride into Center City, on the route that I take, there are these abandoned buildings that are covered in hot pink paint. Someone has done this. Artists have taken on this project of painting abandoned buildings, hot pink. just to give us something to look at, just to give us like, you know, hope again, like a glimmer, like something to look forward to, like I always look forward to those buildings. because it's so I don't know, it's just a, a jolt of color. It's gorgeous. Uh, and then the most noticeable, and this is my last example, and then I'll move on to invitation here. Uh, but my most noticeable, probably moving example, besides the moon and the stars and all that, um, is when I stand on the beach, I told this story a couple episodes ago when I had my friend Caleb on, um, I was standing, this is probably two summers ago, something like that. I was standing on the beach and you know how, when you stand on the beach, and you're at the water's edge, your feet get buried by the sand. You know, the water comes up and rushes sand over your feet and your feet start getting buried. And I was doing that on purpose. I was loving that. Just feeling very grounded. I was like in my happy place. And uh standing there. It's like the perfect temperature. Uh, I'm at the beach. I'm at the ocean. And everyone's happy. Everyone's good. Everyone's fed. (laughs) Like, don't have to do anything. No responsibilities except just standing there. And I'm sitting there, my feet are buried. I'm feeling grounded. I'm noticing like, you know, waves coming and going. Ocean for miles as far as I can see. I can't see anything past the ocean. And I'm just sitting there, I'm thinking, this is life. Like this is the point. Uh all of this is calling me to participation. All of this is sort of like calling me to show up. So sometimes I feel like we're waiting for people to call us to show up, but that's not always going to happen. And sometimes, you know, that's what this, that's why I love this David White poem so much is that it's often not the people because sometimes the people are so preoccupied with their own mm, stuff That it's hard for them to show up. And everything is waiting for them, too. So, here's my invitation for you this week. Well, first of all, come to the retreat. (laughs) If you can't register for the retreat, come to the retreat at Blue Banyan Yoga Studio this Saturday, April 7th, uh, 2018. And come to the Everything is Waiting for You retreat this weekend and expand your understanding of this do physical things that invite you into that and enter you into that. But if you can't come to the retreat, or even if you can't, here's the invitation for you. (laughs) Go ahead and see what's waiting for you. Just choose to notice it and say yes to it. As David White says, put down the weight of your aloneness and ease into the conversation. My blessing for you is this. You are part of the everything that is happening. Everything is waiting for you and you are part of the everything. It's waiting for you to show up, to be you in the everything. And I want you to be here. Uh, (laughs) The birds want you to be here. The tea kettle wants you to be here. We all want you here. So please show up and uh, begin noticing that everything's waiting for you. I hope to see you this weekend. Otherwise, I'll see you soon. Take great care.